2: to Never Had It's a Good Sports Talk Radio. I'm excited about tonight. We have two big shows, um, The X-Files, here at 6 p.m. and at 7 p.m. We continue to celebrate Father's Day and those dads that are doing their thing in the world of sports. I want to welcome in my co-host, Duck Riley. How are you, sir?
3: Doing well, Princess. How about yourself? Doing really
2: good. Doing really good. I appreciate you being on. Um, and I'm not going to do any West Virginia stuff tonight, okay? No joke okay. tonight. Okay. In honor okay. of Maurice. In honor of Maurice. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's let's welcome in our guest. The person that was in the system besides me tonight was Mr.
0: Larry Tisdale. How are you doing, sir? I'm oh, um, wonderful. What's up, Sam? <laughs> hey, hey, what what I missed? What happened with West Virginia? <laughs> what I missed. Oh, you <laughs> can tell we no. did the draft last
2: night, you know, and, and somehow, because I really don't think uh, a Mountaineer will be drafted in the first two rounds, but we, we brought up West Virginia at least ten times, and so, you know, even if they were from West Virginia, we had to bring it up. Isn't that right, Doug? <laughs>
3: They are. Hey, all I know they is. They are still relevant. Hey, learn. She, she, she killed yeah. my man Huggins off last night. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. That, yeah. That was an easy target. I could see that one. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. But it, yeah don't, that was, was, but, but it don't count. He was in Pittsburgh when it happened. He was in Will Lewis. Okay. Parish, so we, it don't, <laughs> he it don't count. He said he was in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. So it it's doesn't count. So, but when he was on radio... Pittsburgh.
2: What happened when he was on radio? He was all over it, you know. So this was just a third strike, duck, you know. But go rest, you know, Huggins. Go rest a little bit. If he wants to coach again, Coach, he can come back, though,
3: right? He'll he, get another job if he wanted. I, I think if I was him, I'd just kind of chill. I, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be in no hurry to come back.
2: He His press release said, I was born in Morgantown. And I'm a mountaineer forever. That's what he said in his press release
3: yeah. Well, hey, hey, hold on, Prison. You're trying to bring tears to my eyes. Hold on a minute. Oh, yeah. whatever. I Let's
2: move
3: on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Carlos Bradley in here. Carlos Bradley, did you see that resignation coming when Hudgens was arrested for DUI in Pittsburgh? It was inevitable, wasn't it?
1: Well, uh, yeah, third strike you out. I figured it was it was yeah. coming. It's almost yeah. like he was yeah. asking for it. Almost. I mean, why would he, you? You know, you you're on the the mark anyway. You've done a couple things and got mm-hmm. caught, and it just seemed like it was his time. He,
3: yeah. Hey, uh, he asked for sweet tea. They gave him Long Island iced tea. So <laughs> it, it wasn't his fault. Hey, uh.
1: He ain't never asked for sweet, sweet tea in his life. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, that, that's a good one. I take can't take blood there, man. <laughs> um, Ricky Porter, how are you, sir?
4: Hello, Princess. How are you?
3: Oh, my
2: I'm doing goodness good. Goodness. I'm doing
3: good. <laughs> hey, Larry. <laughs> Duck <follows>. well, Oh, <laughs> Come on, Ricky. Come, know,
1: you. come it, on, Ricky.
3: You hook us up,
0: <laughs> Listen, Ricky come on And you like, you be wanting to trip him And do something to him And then he be nice You be like, what? Oh, yeah. uh, you can't be nice, too
3: Yeah, yep. and Ricky
0: look, hey,
1: Ricky
0: Porter It's going to be Larry, a her whole, her whole
3: demeanor changed just now Larry. Her whole demeanor <laughs>
4: Yeah, I'll get up uh, off, Princess
3: I'll leave her low uh, thank, thank, you. thank you Thank <laughs> you Ricky, I need some oh. love, man Carlos Larry try to kill me off, man. Give me some love for uh, uh-uh. Coach uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh, no, you just came out like that. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. You and just uh, go I'm going to leave that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that yeah. one alone, Duck. Yeah, one that's, one. that's hot. All right, gentlemen. I'm, I'm going to let you
2: do it, duck. Uh, um, You go ahead and get started. I guess Tim Moore will be here soon. And then we're okay. still waiting on Will Lewis,
3: correct? Oh, Yeah. He he probably won't come on because uh, he knew it happened in Pittsburgh, and we know what they do up there. But anyway, <laughs> you didn't hear that from me. No, I didn't. Um, I can't even repeat that one. Okay.
2: We got some heavy hitters on. We got some heavy
3: hitters on. Uh, Go ahead. If you from right, West Virginia, I, want, I, want I guess you need a green book. <laughs> I want to get I want to get started with Carlos. Carlos, we're gonna we're gonna move from football a little bit and talk about. Morant. And oh, he only goodness. got suspended for twenty five yeah. games. Ten point two million according to Princess. I thought it was seven point five, but Princess said it was ten point two. Let's let's not just kind no, of seven point
2: five plus the forty million for not for not making the all NBA team. So it's it's gonna mm-hmm. be around fifty million, um, this decision. So it's it's more than that. Oh, wow. So I just wanted to right. okay. correct it.
3: Yeah, more
1: than that. Go ahead. Wow. Though. I didn't even, well, I didn't even
3: want million. to hit him with that, but okay. All
1: right, Carlo. The $50 million sound like the, the the short end of it because
0: this yeah. is going to affect,
1: yeah. you check me, Precious, but this is going to affect his Nike deal, which they shelved his yeah. shoe, right? That's and right. salary, and the fact that he didn't make any of the all-NBA teams, he can't make Supermax. So he cut his money all over the place. Um, so, I mean, I, I think it's – I'm sad about it. I think it's a travesty. And, you know, when I really look at it, when I really look at this – when you look at this young man that that worked hard to get where he was, it all looked like he had the support of a mother and a father – You know, in working with kids for the last 30 years of my life, I know parental guidance is huge. And I'm honestly having a problem with his parents. I mean, you see the way his his father behaves at games. You see the way his friends behave at games, getting put out of the stadium and then threatening the team Uh, the team bust when they were leaving, when they were kicked out of the stadium. You see his mom calling him when she has an issue at the mall. Call your son. What happened to your husband? Call your son. Then he brings a gang to the mall. Like, it seems like the parents are a little off base in this also, which almost leads to see why he's a little off base with his piece. So, I mean, I, I think it's bad. I think we got one of the brightest stars in the league that could really – could have been the face of the league. But right now it's going to take him minimally two years to clean up his image and to get things back on track. And it's just a sad situation because young folks don't have a lot to look up to and, and a, a direction to go in already.
3: Okay. Uh, Francis, From a a mom's viewpoint. Doug, you know, really this is sad because the young
2: man has just natural talent. Um, And he was a big deal being from this area. You know, he's less than 20 minutes. His home is less than 20 minutes um, from me in Columbia, South Carolina. But um, I I like what Carlos said is I blame the parents um, because I really think that John Morant is the most mature one in, in this group, and that's saying a lot. Um, for them to call him and for him to be the rescue for his mom and dad, you know, they're, they're really feeling like they're living the life through their son and, you know, they're getting money, but they're also just calling him for silly stuff. And his dad does not like, not act like someone mature on the sideline. He acts like one of the boys. Um, and I like also what Carlos said in that, this is going to be a two-year cleanup. If he stays clean coming up, it'll be a two-year cleanup. But because he decides to show or brandish a gun online, which to me is just just outrageous or just stupid, he's going to lose $60 million. And Carlos is about right when you add in the Nike deal. Um, he's going to lose $60 million just this year, being out until December for 25 games. And I thought Silver was light on him. From a mother's perspective, I don't even understand her, his mom, but I'm just really sad to see a young man get to this point.
3: Okay, uh, Ricky, dad or friend, can you be both?
4: Ooh, that's, that's the, that's the million-dollar question. I mean, I think we've all had that challenge and I think it's a, it's a certain it's a certain time in your life um, when it does kind of straddle the line of, a little bit when they, you know, but I think you have to be strictly dad going all the way up. You have to have a certain amount of uh, – and you, you got to keep that in perspective. I mean, you can't let your kids feel comfortable to talk to you any kind of way or do anything when they're young even as they get up to be young men and it's still got to be that certain amount of respect there. And obviously it's none there, but see, when, when you get the breadwinner or the, the big money baby, and he basically probably got them on allowance. uh, I'm going to just tell you personally, I couldn't give a rat's tail if my kid was one of these, he's still not going to act a certain way or I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to cater to him because he got me on an allowance or something. And I think that's where the problem is. It breaks my heart because, you know, Duck, you know, when I was in the league, I was in player development, and this is kind of what I've dealt with. And I'm just wondering, you know, I have aspirations to get back in. I'm just wondering, it makes me think, has the, I don't want to say has the game passed me up, but see, I've always been under this notion that I could fix anything. I felt like I could sit down, to, sit down with a young man and get, get in there and try to fix some of the things that mom and dad didn't do or try to get him to understand um, what kind of money he's making and what, he could, what he's jeopardizing. I mean, I had so many different methods of talking to these young men, and I was just sitting here as y'all were talking thinking about him, and I'm just like, okay, what direction would I go with this kid? And then I'm hearing about the parents and all this. Not that I haven't dealt with that, but this, it's amazing that, um, that this is going the way it's going. And number one, I, I believe that ultimately there comes a time um, where you can become a friend, but that's when, that's when the hay's in the barn, when you, when you know that you have raised young men. And once you get that for right now, I don't think that dad believes it. They've, they've changed roles. He's probably raising his dad right now because his dad's just happy to be there.
3: Okay. And, Ricky, uh, interesting comment you made about the game, you know, passing by. Uh, the passion that you have, I don't think it's passed by. I, I think these young men are looking for someone with strength and, and that type of passion. So, yeah, I, I think I think you you still be be able to do an excellent job with that. I'm gonna go to Larry now because Larry, uh, do you do you create a environment where those guys that you hang with are no longer there? Uh, how, how how do you handle that?
0: You know, you guys made some good points, and, and, and Dave, you just touched on something um, about the game passing him by and. Um, You know, I've been in education for a long time also, you know, the prison system. And all of the men that we're talking about, including Ja right now, crave structure, um, but will fight you on it, just like your kids did growing up. Because if you remove the structure, they drown, and then they feel uh, neglected. Um, I don't believe that he has – and and I want to put this on Memphis also. It is sad, but I think this is on Memphis. Uh, if we all could see what was happening from the outside lens, they had to know what was happening on the inside and should have surrounded him a, a little differently. Um, and, and I don't know if you can force it on him, but I am certain that gently you could, you know, especially after you have the first incident, that you can say in, the, in the order, you know, this is part of the requirements and for you to get back. Because, by the way, I think the numbers that I heard that he's going to lose ultimately is a, almost a billion dollars. Not just this year, but in totality. Um, so it is sad, um, but it is unfortunate. We're asking this young man, and you know, I've vacillated on this for a while, trying to figure out because you know we're looking at this from our point of view of our children. Well, I know my dad, gone son. You know, if, if he's out of line, I'm snatching up wherever he's at. So it's a little different, but I realize he has a different upbringing and he has a different skill set and, and a different mindset. Um, and it doesn't translate, obviously, with with Ja. So it's unfortunate that he does not have that. So I'm not certain why Memphis, and we've seen this throughout the league and and, and every almost every major sport, um, where these young men need some help. And I think and I think the help needs to be there, and it is not there. Um, it is unfortunate. I want to blame Memphis as much as I blame anybody for not handling this properly. Now, sadly, he brandished it. You know, after he got caught the second time, you realized he had another gun, a, a, a toy gun that he was playing around with. Um, so it's pretty obvious that, that he's trying to play with the league now. So I think he's playing with fire. I think he's trying to throw it in the face, and I think he's playing with fire right now, and I think this this could really cost him. Um, He did get away with it lightly. Um, I'm not sure after brandishing a toy gun, that's fair, uh, I'm not sure he's learned his lesson.
3: I I want to uh, jump back to Carlos right quick. Carlos, sometimes your friends can help you or hurt you.
1: Well, you know, you you asked the question about friends, and you asked about parents. Um, being being someone that's you know, I have a nonprofit organization like some of us do, and I I've worked directly with kids for like the last thirty years. And also, speaking of will, structure, order, and discipline that has come through the Will Lewis's family would still stand up today. The problem is with friends and with people that you look up to if you're not if you're not getting what you want or what you need and roles change then you get lost okay so it was the the point was made earlier with him you know being the leader of the family now see when his father was in the backyard pushing him and running him through all those drills and he was trying to get to something. That role right there should never change. What I do is you you have to say, listen, I'm speaking as your father right now. Listen. I'm your I'm your boy right now for this few minutes in this conversation. And then it's back to it's back to parental guidance. Just like with your friends. Like in my life right now, and Will knows this, I have the same friends around me right now that I had through high school. It's just a group of five or six guys because we all had the same mindset. Everyone, everyone wanted to grow in their own direction and, and could help each other, which we still do to this day and still support each other to this day. But if, if your friends are taking you in a different direction, Doc, are they really your friends? Are they really taking, if they're taking you down the road with, oh, let's get street credit with this gun. Let's do this with these women. Let's go in here and drink here and there. All of that nonsense is lacking the structure and discipline in which you are made of, which got you to that point. You can never let go of that point. You can never let go of that because... Then, you, then you're lost. And so you can never change hands with the parent has to be the parent. There's moments. That's the way I look at it. There are moments, like the kids that still come around me and I still am a father figure to them, they want me to be that father figure. I can, we can go to the party. I can even have a drink with you for a minute. But then I got to go back. Look, I got to go. And you need to keep it straight, and then let's move on. So you always need to be in a place of structure, discipline, and order because that's why your kids never really leave you if you maintain that role. Yeah.
0: You could okay. be friendly but not friends to your yeah.
3: children. Rick.
0: Yeah. Rick, I want to come back to you, Rick,
3: because by you being in that position to talk to this young man, what, and uh, hopefully you had a chance to think about this, what advice, would you give this young man, if not even to the young man, even to his dad? You know, Doc, I would like to
4: have tried to give myself a little credit that I may have seen this coming and try to head it off in the past. Where we are right now is is, going to be even tougher. I mean, because now you're getting into his pocket. He's upset about that uh he no telling what direction he might go in now you know he might just you know just blow up you know just kind of like because he's upset and feel like the world is against him now but i i pride myself on it and i would have been someone that i would hope that would have had my finger on the pulse when i met him for the first time when we came and we talked uh i would have unbeknownst to them i would have been monitoring his family when, when I see him around his family, how he interacts with his other siblings, you know, what kind of people he hangs out with and all this. And then at that point I would try to befriend him, well, which I would do with all of them, because that was the most important thing is that when they walked into my office, that was their safe haven. And one of the reasons why I could do my job well is because when they came in, they, they felt they could tell me that thing. Or that problem or that situation that they couldn't tell anybody else, and they knew that I was going to get them help and protect them to keep making their money and that that if you if you can establish that type of relationship with them and you have that keen eye to kind of see things and try to head them off in the path you know before before they start, you know this young man I mean he could have been like this all through high school. He could have had this kind of thuggish type of attitude that either he is or just want to be that. And now with money, you know, sometimes they say, you know, alcohol is liquid courage. Maybe this, you know, money and and all this, it gave him another type of courage and he's out there. And um, he's spiraling right now. And someone has to stop it. Uh, but most importantly, Doug, he has to. He has to want to stop it. And see, I don't know the young man. I don't know if he's sitting there saying the heck with all this. I'm, I'm and this is bull or whatever. Or he's sitting there saying, "Man, I got to get my life together." So I, I really don't know where he is, where his head is, and I'm so worried about his his dad, who should be, you know, like Carlos said, when you come in there, you you know, I'm back to being dad right now, and he should. <laughs> You should be able to walk in there and be like, you know, hey, we need to sit down. This is father, son. This ain't your boy. This ain't your homie. This ain't, you know, we need to talk. You're about to destroy your life. Is it too far, is it, is it too far gone? I don't know. I, 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 I know this might sound crazy. I would love the challenge personally. But I know it would be difficult because of where we're coming in on this now. Yeah. I believe I, I could have seen some things, me personally early on, that this kid was this type of person. Because I can I you right. know, I can think through my head of guys that I've met that came into the league and was kinda of like this and because I befriended them and, and be able to talk to them, um, I I think they stayed in the league longer than they probably would have. Now, every now and again they would get in trouble and do some things because uh, I'm not a miracle worker, but um, somebody needs to grab this kid because he's, you know, to go get a play gun, that's throwing it up in management's face.
0: Right.
4: And see, now he's really going to start messing with his money because eventually he's going to sever ties with him.
0: Ricky, and I apologize, Mm -hmm. but Ricky, you know, and I agree with you. Doesn't this kind of fall? You're exactly what I was talking about. Doesn't this kind of fall in Memphis mm-hmm. lap? That yeah. It, it's being as close to them that they – somebody had to see this. Somebody had yep. to have the strength in the organization to say, listen, you know, we need to do this. So I agree with you. I think that's what good mm-hmm. that, programs do. That's what good teams do. That's what good organizations do. Um, they have somebody there, like you, um, mm-hmm. to, to to reach out to these young fellows before it gets to this point, and you're right, and it extends people's careers and even their lives. Right. Okay. You know,
1: I, I think you're can I jump in, Doug? Yeah. You know, I, I think you're right about it falling on the team because ultimately this is your player, your team, who when he's on the court is your leader. So it should fall that way. But because of the the magnitude on which he had ascended to and wanted, was looking like he was going to, I think this is a, a rare situation where someone, even outside of the team, and I think, and they've done it before, like a Chris Paul, like a LeBron James, they – because, like when they were leading the 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 players' association in the NBA, they took it in a whole different direction. I think if you look at a a player like Chris Paul or LeBron, that have had long careers with very little friction around it, and and if LeBron said, "Look, let me just talk to you about coming from the life he came from, not having as much structure as." Ja has, because he had no mother and father. He, his coach became his surrogate father. But I think it, it, it might come to a situation like that. I could see a Chris Paul or a LeBron stepping in and saying, yo, man, come spend the weekend with me. Let's just talk. You know, let's just do that. And another oh, name comes to mind. Did he? And he
0: Yeah, Jalen yeah, already reached out. They had a conversation.
1: But see, it might not be to Jalen because he might okay. look at Jalen as like the past. He might even look at LeBron and Chris Paul as the past and not now. But at least they're still playing and active around yeah. him. And a, and a, one relevant. other okay. name, one other name, talking about looking at a player and and being able to notice things early, it takes me to Ben Simmons because – I looked at a documentary about Ben Simmons' family and him 10 years ago, and I told my friends then, he will not be successful. And whatever team he goes to, they will never win. You know why I thought that? Because he was the leader of his family. He was yelling at his mother. He was cursing his mother out. Like, this is in the documentary. So it was, think like, if you can't respect your mom, and you don't you don't have any basis or structure of what's around you, then you then yeah. you're not gonna respect going outside of that. And so as, as looking at that and then thinking about Ja and looking at his parents, once again it goes back to the parents and the structure. Are you friend or are you
0: parent? It'll be parent. At some point you gotta be. your son needs to at some point your son needs to stop breathing for a few. And when he comes back, he'll have an understanding of the relationship that he's supposed to have with his parents. If that's what it takes in order to save my son's life, that's what I'm going to do. That's right. Um, because I would not allow this to happen.
3: All right, I want to jump in, and I want to come back to Princess, because I love having a woman's viewpoint on it. And as a mom, you always, know, you always feel in a day that we can save our child. So for instance hearing everything that Ricky said and Carlo said and Larry said and if you had a chance to talk to Morant, what would you say?
2: I would ask him really what's wrong and, and I would ask him what's important to him in life, you know? Um and to try to figure out if once we understand what's important to him, how to accomplish that on a better level. But um Doug, like I said, I think some of this illness goes on them, but also on the organization, but there needs to be, I don't know, um, a, a, a better uh, assessment by all of them, you know, reflection on each uh, their lives. And I'm talking about Mom and Dad and then him, but to me, I would sit down and ask what's wrong, and what's important. And because of what you do, do you see where maybe you made some mistakes, you know? Um, but be real and, and tell him that he messed up. But the good news is that he can fix it, and that he has enough support to to do that, you know, um, the good and the bad. But, but, you know, ask him what's wrong, you know, and why are the friends so important? Um, and if you help me to help you, then I'll stop calling you so much. Maybe I'm a part of the problem, too. Admit where she is in this. Um, but, again, I, I've seen this over and over with the family, and I think he's just acting like he's been allowed to act. And now he's a grown man and and, and,
3: and not grown up. I'm going to finish up with Laird on, on Morant. And, Laird, do they bring in a seasoned veteran? Almost, I don't want to call him a babysitter, but someone that can reach and kind of monitor him, talk to him, and kind of keep him on course. Otherwise, they might end up losing him. Just like Ricky, not so much alluded to, but you gotta have mm-hmm. a veteran leader in that locker
0: room. You you bring in you bring in Udonis Haslam. You know we laughed at it. You know, people made fun of that. But when you spoke to all the players, his impact in the locker room and the coaches, everybody in that organization had an idea. And and even during timeouts, we could see the effect that he had on them. Um, So you have to have that. And and Princess mentioned, you know, what do you do? Um, On on a personal note, you you know, I have kids and my son was growing up. And while I worked in the prison system, you know, I just had a conversation with these young men one day, you know, about my about my son, and my son's never gotten into real trouble. And I'm gonna tell you what they did. On their own, they said, "Is it okay if we reach out to him, writing him, and let it, and, and and talk to him?" Um, they wrote letters. We still have them about why you don't want to be doing what you're doing, what it's going to cost you. And what will happen if you continue to do it and end up here with me? I'm oppressed by these young men taking the time out to do that. Um, You need somebody who's the Jalen Roses, who's been down there, who who was in the crack house, who had the gun, who's who's had these type of uh, relationships. Um, Somebody that they believe to be um, very, very authentic. So I believe that veterans have an unbelievable place on this team that most of us won't see um, on the outside. If you're in the locker room and when they walk through, I, look. I put it to you like this: I think most of us here on this show, if we walk through a lock, if we walk through a locker room, we would have an impact. We I think we carry ourselves a little different. I think our journeys are written all over our faces, and 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 and, and it's it's easily. It's easily for these guys to have a relationship. You have to work at it, but it's authentic, so you're you're through the door. Um, I hope for this young man that he does. um, Because when this happened, I was pissed off at him. I'm like, why would you blow so much? You know, you have so much. You know, the rest of the world wants what you have. And, and, And as I started to sit down and really contemplate this man's relationship with his family and his upbringing, I realize he doesn't have the skills, and he does need somebody around him, um, a babysitter. I think about it. If you paid a babysitter around him a million dollars a year, what would the impact be? How much would it say? Iverson didn't drive. He didn't want to get in trouble. I, I, Iverson never drove. He still doesn't drive. He, you know, that was one of the things he wanted to do to stay out of trouble. Now he's found other ways. Um, but you need somebody near you. And you need somebody to be able to snatch you up. Like, it, 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 here's, it, listen, Dave and I have been good friends. Dave has called me out on things at times, and I've had to look at him and say, you know, you're right. You're, you're, you, you, that, the call that you just did. You're my friend. I know you care about me, and you're correct. And that's the kind of person that, that he needs near him. You do need somebody that has that kind of a veteran presence that you can believe in.
3: Okay, I, w- I want to uh, change it up a little bit and uh, come to Precious, uh, and I'm going to hit everybody with it. Uh, social media, Zion Williamson, Princess. Ooh, Doug,
2: I think that's part <laughs> of um, this era of players. And, by the way, I just wanted to say that Yadonis Haslin played seven hours um, since 2016 and he made $19 million. He played seven hours on the court since
0: 2016
2: and made $19 million. Um, But obviously they felt that he was an influence in the locker room. Um, But I think players today really need to assign social media to someone and get off of it. Unfortunately, John Morant's um, era or generation grew up with it. Now Twitter has been around for 10 years, probably. John Morant, 10 years ago, was maybe 11 years old. He's 21 now, 22. So just think about that. They grew up with this, and none of them know how to handle it. And all of them feel like it's a way for them to be their own TV reporter or their own cameraman and, hey, let's go live. That is really (laughs) how you get in trouble At 2 a.m. in the morning, everybody's been drinking. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's go live, you know. Um, (laughs) And that is that generation. Everything, you know, is let's put it on Instagram. And Instagram really is where they are. Um, You know, most of them aren't on Facebook, like us old folks, or at least, you know, duck's age. You know, they're on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> I love you, Doug. I love you, Doug. They're on Instagram and Twitter. And then TikTok, um, the, the median age for TikTok is 12 to 21. That is the median. That's, that's, that's TikTok, you know, um, and that's where we are now. But my advice from a social media perspective is take it out of your hands, as a matter of fact let me handle all of your platforms and let me post for you on a daily basis or every other day and let me put the positive out there but you don't even have the login to to then let's go live but then you have to have people around you too that don't put their, put you on theirs because some of his friends put them on their, their lives come on now um uh, oh
3: go well. ahead. no 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 i'm good all right, because I to—I don't know how much, Ricky, you've been following uh, Carlos Zion Williamson and the young lady. <laughs> and uh, if you have, uh, you, uh, your thoughts, Ricky.
4: No, I have not, Doug. <laughs> okay. Well, <we're> gonna, <laughs> we're,
3: this is your night to get schooled, so okay. Uh,
4: okay. But uh, before that, Duck, can I just – since you're going to go on with someone else with that – I just want to piggyback off of uh what Princess says. You know, when we came up, duck, when we were playing, remember I know we didn't have this problem, and that's when we talked about. I mentioned earlier about i don't yeah you know, to be honest, with you, no the game hasn't passed up. It's just the way things people are doing things now. Remember, Doug, the conversation we used to have is after a game, you know your your, your temperature could be high, you're, you're hot-headed, some, you you're hot headed some something went wrong. And we will always tell everybody, go sit in your locker room. They wouldn't let the media come in for, what, 20 minutes after the game, something like that. Give you a chance to sit down in your locker, get you some Gatorade or something, collect your thoughts, and then be able to present what you want to say or the image you want to portray when those reporters walk into the locker room. And, see, that's the difference now is they can go live right after a game or do something because they think this is going to be a great thing. I know we come up with all this stuff to make life easier and life make life better. I mean, I can look when I was, I heard you say once again, when he was 10 years old, I mean, I can remember when we were coming up, we didn't have these problems. But did, all this stuff is being created supposedly to make life easier, but I think it has to be monitored um better than they're doing it. Sometimes I know at the Saints, we had a rule. You know, you couldn't, you couldn't go on social media. You couldn't do anything right after the game, and you would get fined for it, you know. Uh, so, I, 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 don't, I mean, I just wanted to piggyback on that because I really don't know how, how you can stop it that because this is the way of life for them. This is what they do now. They think this is – and that's why I always get on some players about, do you, do you really know how to go up and introduce yourself to a young lady and have a conversation with them because nowadays they, you know, they text. They back and forth texting, and that's how they're getting to know them. I'm like, could you really go up to a young lady, look in her eyes, she look in yours, and you have a kind of meaningful conversation to where she wants to go out on a date with you. Half of them couldn't do it. So
0: more, more than, than half. Is,
3: it's, <laughs> Yeah, you're right, more than half. Okay, uh, coming to you, Carlos, Zion
1: Williamson. So somebody said they didn't really know what was going on with this. So in a real quick overview, so Zion Williams announces to the public on social media that his girlfriend is pregnant. His girlfriend, ex-dancer, or whatever she is, is trying to put things in order. Um. A few hours later, a very popular porn star comes out and says, what are you doing? I'm the one that encouraged you to lose weight. I'm the one that encouraged you to get back to basketball and play. And I thought we had a relationship. Then she said, I knew there was going to be other women, but you're not supposed to get them pregnant. So then she comes out. And then a third young lady comes out and says, I thought it was me. So what is, that's what the issue wow. is, him announcing his, his girlfriend's pregnant, then a stream of other women in various occupations of adult <laughs> entertainment, as it seems, have have said he was with them also. They even brought out pictures of him laying in the bed with them. So – what it seems like to me <laughs> is that you have a, a young man, big, strong, strong you handsome it. young man who has spent so much of his time in gyms and going right back to what was just discussed, not having social order, demeanor, and and all he knows is his 2 million followers on Instagram and then people reaching out to him and then – Social skills and ilks and mores have been put aside. All you know is how to tweet or to text or to connect with someone that way. Looking in eyes and things endearing like that are not part of these young people's lives at all, okay? Being real in front of them is not what they do. They go, and it becomes very impersonal you do this and you get to know someone over a phone and then you next thing you know you're having a relationship or not really you're having interaction or intimate interaction with this person and then and then you're gone but then you didn't protect yourself so what bottom line i think we have a a physically overdeveloped person underdeveloped socially and emotionally, fit into this adult world with millions of dollars, and it's once again our our fault as the responsible caretakers of this next generation to some way grip them back and lead them back to a right path. That is the hard part because we've given them the millions of dollars, which is supposed to say now you're in charge, where they socially and emotionally and mentally are not prepared to do that. So it's it's a bad situation. Very young, lots of money, and emotionally un unbridled.
4: Bad situation.
3: <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, I want to come to Liar now, the last one, because knows quite a bit about this. Uh, I want to know if if you know if this is true, Larry. You heard Carlos say uh, (laughs) one, two, the third person that came about. But I just heard that the 61 women with Deshaun Watson are also on board. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So is that
4: true?
3: these
0: These are just allegations. These are just allegations. I'm going to tell you how brazen. No, you know what? I I think we're all making a a very similar point. Um, Because really, to be honest, uh, when we were playing, many of these things were happening. But they happened a little differently. Um, There is instant access to make people stars, these Instagram stars, these TikTok stars. On, on, on either uh, side Larry
3: I, Larry, I don't yeah. want to c- mean to cut you off for a second But I just want to let yes. this listeners know This is Larry speaking for Larry That we, we, Ricky and yes. myself <laughs> Nothing about no, 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 him no. So this, this is strictly oh, Larry Go ahead Larry I'm
4: sorry no, he, I didn't even
0: <laughs> cut you off Listen They still talk about smoking and drinking At halftime But that was before us also. But um, okay. it, was a, it, was, it was that was prior to us. It, it was a different time. Um, right now is the I got you time. Right now is I want to make it instantly time. You know, we talk about these gentlemen need uh, to have somebody. Uh, you know, Jay-Z, you know, comes from the hood, but he found his way and he surrounded himself with people. You know, there, there's, there's a list of hundreds of men and women who have surrounded themselves. So it's not just the ability to have people around you. It's the desire to have people around you. It's the desire to grow. And I don't think that these young men um, have that. Um, so that, that's the first part about the social media part. Uh, secondly, this young lady is, and, and I think she, it, it, it depends on how you read what she said, told the Pelicans you need to, you need to trade him for releasing the tape and I'll show everything on the tape. Now, hopefully she's just asking them to, because if she's telling them to, now she's you know, kind of holding them hostage, and she'll be held accountable. But I, and, and from what I, I think I saw uh, today, they're, they're ready to cut ties with him anyway, and not necessarily just because of this. He wasn't a good teammate. He didn't build any relationships. If he's going to be the face of that relationship, um, it wasn't what they were looking for. This might have been the last straw um it is unfortunate um and and then the second thing she said is listen i'm late so you better hope you know that 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 it comes she literally on instagram told him i'm late because if not i'm pregnant with your child too i'm like you read
3: all that lord
0: oh that's- Listen, I got I, my I, I, hand I, I, up. I got yeah, some more.
3: Me... <laughs> yeah, are we trying to bring Ricky up to date, man. Come on, go
0: ahead, princess. Go ahead, princess. Hey, <laughs> I'm
4: lo- I'm I'm loving it right now. I got pencil paper
0: oh right God. now.
3: I'm loving this.
0: <laughs>
3: uh, I mean, oh I'm shocked. I'm like, wow. He's yeah. going and right there, in, right there in Louisiana too. Rick. Wow. Yep. I didn't even know so what was going on, what what else you got, Pressure?
2: I can say this, Duck, and 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 I will say some other stuff. But he's twenty two, and for the past two and a half years, he's been making thirty eight million a year. Thirty eight million a year, and yeah. you know he he has you know he just obviously he thought this was good and that he could play him. But she said you were. You know, I find out that she's pregnant that you have a girl pregnant, but you just told me I, you were going to move me to um New Orleans, and we were just yeah. together, and she describes what he was doing to her and she was doing to him um, oh. <laughs> and, <laughs> and And then she says, "Well, you know, I'm late, but she also starts calling the unborn baby." um a name and then she said the reveal party you better look out because i'm coming too so Ooh. it's got it's
0: oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> yo this this is this is something <laughs> man
2: this
0: you know how you something. all get
2: you know how you all get when you wow. got a with you and then b and c say they coming too oh it's gonna be oh. a crazy oh. night oh. oh no i'm not
0: sure it's going is yeah, gonna, gonna be, be
4: on and popping?
2: Larry, did you say you're yeah. not showing up?
0: Oh, I wouldn't show up. Yeah, <laughs> not that I'd ever put myself in that position, but no, ain't no way I'd show up. Mm-mm. Exactly. This is gonna be so, ugly.
3: Man, <laughs> so, but she continues
2: every day to post, um, and she released a TikTok video with them in bed together, and him, and and she recorded him, you know. After sex, talking about how he was going to move her to New Orleans mm-hmm. with him, and and you know he's he's a smooth talker, but <laughs> well, he's got guys. I have
3: to see got. all that. He, yeah. Now, now I want I want to bring Carlos in. Carlos, you heard what <laughs> Francis just said. How how can we smooth this over? Okay. <laughs> can first
1: of all, <laughs> can say Francis can say he's a smooth talker, but I'm going to tell you. Player to player he oh. got no game he's got no <laughs> <None>. game <laughs> okay uh, look yeah. I, i'm gonna be That's i'm gonna real. be one hundred with y'all completely i'm sixty three yeah. years old I stopped running at fifty seven when I met my girlfriend up until fifty seven I was out there also just being honest okay and you ain't mm-hmm. gonna find no kids named Carlos Bradley out there that I don't know see it all comes down to who you hanging out with, what type of character, what type of person, what are they about? If you're just dealing with people <laughs> that just about getting your money, then that's what you're going to get. If you're yep. dealing with people that want a life, want a career, want to do something in their life, you might even be able to help facilitate something in their life, but, but you can't have people that just want to use you. Yep. Said, I think out. Zion has, has wanted to get out of New Orleans since he got there. I think he wanted to get to New York from the time mm-hmm. he got there. I was actually right. training a young man that got drafted with him. I was supposed to train Zion because he was going to give me – he was going to give me the Zion to help get him in shape, okay, because I trained him when he went to training camp. And, but up in, uh, that was, what, three years ago. And mm-hmm. he – didn't want to do it, didn't want to be around nobody else, wanted to run the direction he wanted to. And the whole time I'm thinking, maybe I can get into his head. Maybe I can help direct him somewhere because this is what we do. This is what we do because we want to direct people and help them. So, I mean, he, he really, because of his lack of social etiquette and social skills and lack of not having any game is why he got himself, in this situation, multiple times.
3: But you, but you know what, <laughs> Carlos? Well, Carlos, hold up. real quick. Real, real, real quick. Carlos, also I heard that you were trying to take biscuits out of his diet. Yes, <laughs>
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. If, if well, you know, been, you this,
1: know it's going to be a minimal of biscuits allowed. So structure, <laughs> discipline, and order was going to be
0: part of there was a
1: prescription for him.
0: Hey, okay. listen on the other side, there are pro- we know this these women are professionals. They yeah. go out there and, and look for these men. They work on this. This is not by but, accident. But. And then you and then you get these young men, and, and I want to use an example of a Sean camp or the others. You know, got seven baby mamas with seven, you know, different, you know. Listen, they have no clue what they're walking in. And and unfortunately, they may not have been the most popular. I'll leave it at that. They may have the most popular person, and now they have money, and all of a sudden they're very handsome. They're very, you know, well-spoken. They they are everything that I'm looking for. And so you're playing in that light, and these women are pros. So I, I apologize for my man. You were very foolish. Um, somebody should have been in your pocket. But, Lord, I, you know, I know so, these are some professionals that work on this 24-7.
3: Yeah. He can't right.
0: tell, it all.
3: Right. And tell Larry, it all. Tell it all, young lady. Yeah, Larry, Rick, and, and Carlos, we all could, could vouch for that. You know, my thing is they are pros. I, I probably could have got caught up. Until they saw one of my paychecks with the USFL, <laughs> <laughs> this, this <summer. laughs> They had a Herschel paycheck.
0: I thought
3: she had that Herschel paycheck. <laughs> you stupid boy! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, help him! Gentlemen, hey, well, it's not fine. just all
2: the the, the professional porn uh, star's fault. They, she saw a target, oh. went after him, and he and he fell for it. And then he started Absolutely. saying, well, I'm going to move you to New Orleans, and I'm going to move you to New Orleans. And his, his problem is, why would you trust a porn star, and why would you be around somebody that doesn't have as much to lose as you? If they don't have anything exactly. to lose, you know,
0: there you go. they're, they're yes. going for it to too.
2: Exactly, you know, yeah. so, and, and, and they got him, and now she's because, willing to say it all. And unfortunately, she oh, didn't even goodness. understand that this would look bad on her more than him. When I say she's saying it all, she's saying it all. You know, two nights ago, you were just, yeah. oh, my God. So, hey.
3: Oh. Yeah, Prince, I'm, I'm trying to pool, get her, pool, cool, to get get her on, on the bed. show for next Tuesday. <laughs> ah, oh, uh-huh.
0: She'll be on the show. Oh, she would <laughs> show up. Oh, she, she okay.
2: All right, so I'm gonna inbox her and let, let's see if y'all y'all will show up and do an X file Okay. Oh hell yeah! Come on. I will be. I will I will be
0: after next week. We, we may have to. Rate, we may have to change the ratings of this show. Oh yeah. We, we'll be uh, here. Yeah. Oh, we're
3: gonna be here. I'm not asking. Uh, 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 I'm not asking any questions. I'm gonna listen. <laughs> Well, listen, listen,
1: the porn star seemed to be the the one (laughs) that had the most direction in in trying to get him to do the right thing. The porn star was the one, look, Mm -hmm. I know what I got going here. Now let me try to get him in the right path, and then we can can be this power couple going on right here. But then Mm -hmm. he went astray. She said, what are you doing going astray? Come on, I'm trying to help you be that guy.
0: <laughs> and that's the point, oh, so so. you got
2: so you got somebody else pregnant, huh? Okay, I'll be there. Yeah,
0: yeah, you can't right be, yeah, you can't be my girl, though, baby. You can't be my girl. <laughs> eight million people I, know you. I can't bring, bring you home to
2: mama. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: I'm turning it over to you, Chris. Another interesting out, thing
1: is all three of these women look like they could be sisters. They all look almost identical uh, in build yeah. and everything. You, you guys got a, a, m- you a type. You all have a tight. He has a tight. He
4: has uh-huh. a tight. Oh. Yeah.
3: Oh, do, do,
2: you, do you have a tight, Duck? Do you have a tight?
3: Uh-oh. Hey, Francis, Uh-oh. I don't answer no questions about anything. Yeah. If, 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 uh-huh. if you're listening, I, I'm not answering. I don't know what Francis uh-huh. talking about. Go ahead, oh, Francis. A... <laughs> oh, I'll do
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Duck, you know, I was just trying to see if he had he has right. a tight. He does.
3: Hey, hey, Prince, is this getting late? We probably need to move on to the next show before you start asking (laughs) questions. Chicken. Oh, (laughs) that's hilarious. We (laughs) will not answer (laughs) nothing. Chicken.
2: All right, gentlemen, (laughs) Carlos Bradley, Ricky Porter, Larry (laughs) Tudel, and Duck Chicken Riley. Uh, (laughs) Thank you (laughs) for being on. Um. (laughs) We only talked about two things. And we, we took an hour. We could have done this oh, all no. night. Oh, <laughs>
0: all go. right. Never had it so, so good. Thank good. you,
2: guys. Have a uh, be good day. Go family. All right. All right,
0: all
4: right, all right fellas. Never all had right, it so thank
3: good. Thank you.